it's me i'm back with another episode of my podcast smart but dumb i want to start off by saying i am so impressed with all the feedback and good just everything with the first episode um i was very surprised okay it was unexpected That's a gross understatement, obviously. It was unexpected the amount of listeners I got. So, I can actually see the number of people that both press play and the people that listen to it all the way through. So, listen to this. 157 people pressed play on my last episode. 114 people listened to the whole thing. That is nuts. I expected 20, maybe 30 people. I just, oh my gosh, it was amazing. Uh, Yeah, I had tons of good feedback, um, but I do um, want more people to share with me what they think I should put in here, if they have any funny stories that they remember, things like that. I just, mm, I loved it, and I'm so thankful. So before I start jumping into the main meat and potatoes of this podcast, this episode, I noticed, listening back to my last one, I said the word dumb so many times, given, okay, the name of the podcast is Smart But Dumb, but me, being an intellectual, decided it's not hard to use a thesaurus. I can use the thesaurus, find some synonyms for the word dumb. And I know this happens to a lot of people, but this is just another way that I know that I, I could be, I could be better, okay? I... Whenever I start a task, I want to go from point A to point B. Start the task, finish the task. It never goes that way, though. So, I realize halfway through, you know, like, this is not what I wanted to get out of this. I've done something that should have taken 15 minutes. It's taken an hour. And this is what happened with this this, this, this thesaurus ordeal. That's a hard word to say. Thesaurus. This is what happened with with the thesaurus ordeal. Okay, I start, I open my computer, type in thesaurus.com. From the time it took me to type that in, hit enter and load, I had already gone 20 different places in my mind, okay? I remember using this website to write papers in English in high school. I know a lot of people probably use it. I bet it's pretty popular, pretty popular website, but how popular? That was the main question that got me. How popular is thesaurus.com? That's what got me. That was my kryptonite. That was my Achilles heel. How many people use it every day? That was my next question. How many people use thesaurus.com every day? Does thesaurus.com have rivals? Because surely thesaurus.com is not the only place that you can find synonyms, antonyms, and everything else that you need for your, for your papers to make them quality. So to get to the main point, to answer your question, how many people use thesaurus every day? I don't know. Every time I typed it into Google, it just told me synonyms for the word every day, not the number of people that use thesaurus.com every day, which I get it, honest mistake, it was a little bit of a letdown still though. Regardless, I did find no words for dumb, synonyms for dumb, and I decided to make a little challenge for you all, as my listeners. Whoever can count how many synonyms I use for the word dumb, starting now, if you can count them correctly and send it to me, the first person to send it to me you'll get a shout out on my next podcast. 114 people will hear you, hear your name. 
Hopefully more by then. Hopefully more by the third by the third episode. But to get into the main content of this podcast, I'm going to start from the very root. Uh, when I first started to realize I was a little bit dense, okay, if you will. Sophomore year of high school, just picture it. Sophomore year of me, sitting in AP World History. This is a very famous story that the people that are there love to tell. Including, namely, my best friend Addison and my boyfriend at the time. He also loved to tell the story because they were there. They were sitting right next to me. Um, and this, eventually, when I tell you the story, you're going to be like, okay, that isn't a big deal. It's not that funny. But this morphed into something bigger than this one event, this one occurrence. This morphed into a list that they had in their phones on the note app. You know, you can take, make little notes. They made it into a list of all of the dim-witted things I said or did or thought, etc., etc. It became quite lengthy by the time the end of sophomore year rolled around. I tried to locate that list. Apparently, it's been deleted since then, sadly. But I'm sure I can get Addison on here to tell you some more of the things that are on the list because she knew about it. Anyway, to the main story about why this podcast is named Haiti but the one in Africa. I'm sure you're curious. And this is this is it. This is the story. Okay. Again, AP World History. We're talking about the Haitian Revolution. For those of you who don't know, the Haitian Revolution was when the Haitians which means the people of Haiti, decided they wanted to be free from France. They wanted to gain their own liberty, become their own country, form their own government, and all that jazz from France in the 1800s. And yes, I did have to look that up because no, I did not remember why we were talking about Haiti and AP World. I knew it was for some reason. I looked it up, Haitian Revolution, okay? So the Haitians were trying to become their own entity from France. Because France had colonized a lot of different places, similar to England. I mean, I think England was kind of the top colonizer of that day. But, I mean, France was kind of up there, you know? I, I don't know that for a fact. Don't quote me on that, actually. That's just a guess. Educate a guess. Anyway, we were talking about the Haitian Revolution. For some reason, the location of Haiti was significant to that event in history whether it be they're really close to france they're really far away no idea because as you're going to find out i wasn't too sure about where haiti actually was here's what happened okay i learned a couple of life lessons from this moment in time our teacher teaching giving us a lecture about the haitian revolution and you know sometimes Teachers ask questions in order to get a point across. Like, okay, you say, I want you to know that corn is a vegetable. Okay, so I'm going to ask, and what is corn? And the appropriate response would be a vegetable. Okay, if I'm talking about vegetables, talking about corn, trying to connect them, and what is corn? Most students would say a vegetable. Not me, not in this case dead silent. Teacher's giving a lecture. 
And again, the location of Haiti came up and he said, and I quote, and where is Haiti? And Larissa, me, confidently, in the middle of a dead silent classroom, you could have heard a cricket sneeze in that classroom. Confidently, loudly enough for the entire classroom to hear me, I said, Africa. I said that Haiti was in Africa. In the grand scheme of things, I don't know why I thought that. I don't know why I was under that impression. I don't know where that notion came into my head. But for some reason, I was 100% sure. I was 110% sure that Haiti was, in fact, in Africa. Ever since that day, I've learned multiple things. Number one, this was whenever I first started to realize that, you know, things weren't going well for me in the brain department, okay? Because right after AP World, I would go on over to biology. And you guys know, I love science. It's my jam. I would go over to biology. I could literally sleep in biology and still get an A because that's my jam. Biology comes natural to me. I understand it. But the second you ask me about where Haiti is, my mind goes from an 18-year-old level of competency to someone who hasn't even been born yet, doesn't have brain activity yet, still in utero. Okay? And that is embarrassing. That's when I first started to realize something was off. Something was not connecting between my book smarts and my street smarts. Something wasn't connecting. There was no bridge there. You know, it's like trying to get from, oh, perfect example, from the United States to Africa. You can't get there without a plane. There's no plane going from my right brain to my left brain. The left brain being science, the right brain being everything else. Another thing I learned from this occurrence is that I don't say things in class anymore confidently out loud. I think it confidently. So that way, if, if, if it's wrong, I can just be ashamed of myself on the inside. Not the whole class knowing what just happened. Two things I learned. That's the biggest one. Is I don't say things out loud anymore in class. Because there are only one of two outcomes. The first one is that everyone laughs at me. That's, you know, what you see in a typical high school movie. People laugh at the, the main character or whatever. Didn't really bother me that people laughed at me. It was more the the outcome of the laughter. Because people didn't let it go. People didn't let it go. It's still talked about. It was People ne- never let it go. Addison all the time. If I bring up something, she's like, oh, whatever, you're so stupid. You thought Haiti was in Africa. That's just her number one comeback. That's her number one boom roasted. If you watch The Office, which you should... I love that show. She boom roasts me with that. The second outcome would be that they just look at me and think I'm a brainless dummy. They just think, wow, what an airhead. It, does she even, you know, should she even be in high school? So, because that's not the only time that I've said something out loud in class that just made no sense. It just it didn't connect. So, that is why, in short, I don't, I don't blurt things out in class anymore. 
I, I just don't. And that's something I've learned. I am able to learn from my past experiences. I've come to find out that if you want to avoid being laughed at or being thought of as very incompetent, you, you, t- you tend to, to learn how to keep that from happening. So that's, that's one way that I've adapted socially to this condition that I have. Um, so that's, th- that's the main story. Um, whenever I have Addison come on here finally, maybe next week, I don't know. Whenever I have her on here, she will definitely want to tell that story in her own way. Because she claims that I will make myself look better. I will sugarcoat it. And that is human nature, you know. You want to justify kind of the things you do and say. But, I mean, I gave it to you guys pretty straightforward. I mean, that's what happened. I'm admitting. That was a very, just, the light bulb wasn't on. The light bulb didn't even have the capability to be turned on at that point. The light bulb was just glass at that moment had no potential really to be turned on so yeah she'll she'll have fun with that later I'm sure and I'm sure once she listens to this she'll text me and say boom roasted you don't even know where Haiti is since since this occurrence I do realize that Haiti is not in Africa um you'd be surprised to know that Haiti is actually an island I think yeah, it's in it's in the Caribbean, part of an island. Um, and the only reason I found that out was because in Spanish class, we learned about Cuba. Cuba's by Haiti in the Caribbean, you know, area, islands. Funny enough, I'm sure you haven't guessed, but geography is not my strong suit. Because, again, it's not science. It's not life science, anyway. Because I'm not good at all science. I'm not good at anything that's not life science. I should have clarified that, I guess. But anyway, that is the main part of this podcast is the Haiti story. Haiti, but the one in Africa. So thank you all for listening um, to this episode. I'm glad I got to film it. I'm glad I'm still doing this. Um, I'm glad I've gotten so much feedback. But I hope I can get even more, like I said. Um... My socials, I'm going to give them to you again. So if you guys want to reach out, I'm sure most of the people that are listening already know me. You already have them. But just in case I get a couple of new people, my social medias are as follows. Larissa Bell underscore L-A-R-I-S-S-A-B-E-L-L underscore. That is my Instagram and my Twitter. So please send more input what you guys think I should talk about, what I shouldn't talk about. Um... And then if you know me personally, and you just have this one moment in time, because if you know me and you've had a conversation with me, I guarantee you there's at least been one occurrence of where I said something or did something, and you were like, wow, I thought she was smart. Now I don't. Okay, so please send those in, because obviously I don't know all of them. I'm sure there's a lot more than I realized, and I don't know what I'm getting myself into by starting this podcast. If everybody sends in their memories of me being dumb, then I mean... I'm going to be even more dumb than I realize, I guess. But that that's what keeps you humble, folks. That's on humility. So anyway, thank you all for watching. I will have another podcast next week. 
Um, I already have some ideas cooking up for that. I have so many ideas. I have a whole notes page. Um, like they had a notes page of me and my um, dumb happenings. I have a note page of things that I want to include in this podcast because I just have so many stories. So I'll have another one next week and I'm super excited. Thank you all for listening. And remember, this is the most important part of this entire podcast. If you get nothing out of it, remember, no matter how smart you are, you can always be a little bit dumb. Thank you.